fact, it sends you to either Calgary or Dallas in the big picture uh, going forward. Terry, I'll answer your question in one second. Before I get started, um, I just wanted to congratulate um, Dustin Brown on a heck of a career. He's a champion, played his last hockey game tonight. And, um, you know, I was proud that I got to witness his last game. I'd also like to congratulate the Los Angeles Kings and their leadership under uh, Luke Robitaille, Rob Blake, Todd McClellan, uh, Trent Yanni, and their player leadership, including Kopitar, Anze Kopitar, Dustin Brown, Philip Deneau, and Jonathan Quick. Um, I thought that was a heck of a series, just an absolute uh, heck of a series, and it's a credit to uh, both teams for playing as hard as they did. Now, getting back to your question, as we move forward here, I think uh, for our team, um, that series pushed us in a certain way that, that made us grow. And uh, we learned a lot about ourselves over these last two weeks um, and the price that needs to be paid to have success at this time of year. I'm proud of our group and looking forward to, to moving on to round two, whoever that is against. Can you detail the specifics, particularly uh, in terms of limiting the uh, A chances or whatever for Los Angeles, the way your team, uh, despite the fact that the uh, puck wasn't going in, yeah. Uh, was so disciplined in, in, in detail all the way through. Yeah, I thought we tried to put an emphasis on playing the game tight, making sure that our numbers were tight. There wasn't big separation between our players. Um, you know, ever since Dave Manson and I have come up from Bakersfield, our work back to our end has been a um, real focal point for our team, uh, being organized uh, in how we work back to our own end. And but uh, tonight in one of the most pressure-filled situations of our year, and in fact, in the last two elimination games that we were facing, um, we had habits that held up under pressure. And that's a good sign for us as we move forward. Jay, have you ever seen a more impressive set of back-to-back -back games by a, an individual player than the two that Connor McDavid put together in the last couple of games? No. Why? Well, I mean... You guys, you guys were a witness to what I was witness to. I just had a nice level seat. Um, for me, um, you know, I remember when he cracked 100 points and then, you know, he set a career high in, in points this year and so many um, great individual highlights. And, and the, the one thing I kept going back to is that he, he's driven to win. He's a fantastic teammate. Uh, he's a leader who leads by example. And um, I'm happy for him. Two really, really good hockey games on his part. Leon and Mike both said that they could see it in his eyes tonight. Mm -hmm. Did you see it uh, either before the game or on the bench early on that, that he was going to bring it? Yeah, I did. Jay, you, you had a lot of players. Obviously, your, your great players were, were your best players, but defensively the last few games there's a few guys like Tyson Berry isn't necessarily noted but you guys were giving him a lot of defensive zone stars can you just talk about your defense core specifically and certain guys like that like putting Kulak and Berry out consistently in D zone starts yeah I think you know um, when you come into a new program uh, which Dave and I did uh, we didn't come in with any 
preconceptions about anybody. I had experience with players that we've had in the American League or guys that I had been around up in Edmonton, but we didn't, we wanted to coach with our eyes um, and give people opportunities, fair opportunities, and allow them to um, show us what they could do and couldn't do. And I think I've said it over uh, the last three months, I think we got really good players. We're bullish on our players. We think we have the necessary ingredients uh, in that dressing room um, that can play against any team, any individual, and uh, as coaches, we try and trust our players. You guys, you guys were leading, and you never really sat back. It, was that because sometimes a team will, will sit back when they have a lead, and sometimes it's subconscious. It's not like you tell a team to do it. But what impressed you about the fact your team just kept going, and then you know Yamamoto hits a goalpost, and Archibald gets stopped in a breakaway, and sometimes that might deflate your team, but it didn't. No, I think that's the mindset we wanted to have. Yesterday we had a really good meeting set us up um, for today, and we talked about hunting the game. We wanted to hunt the game. We don't want to sit back on our heels. We want to be on our toes and and get after this game. And uh, when we come up with a game plan, it's not for 10 minutes. It's not for 20 minutes. It's for the full 60 minutes. So that's a mindset that we try and coach. This, uh, this organization's always been pretty good playing 5-4 hockey. Uh, Connor McDavid said in here after game five, four goals got to be enough to win a playoff game. Is there? Is I know you've been working on defense and the numbers have been great since you got here. But is there a bit of a metaphor to the fact you win this game 2 nothing, and it's a defensive, you pitch a no-hitter here? Yeah, I thought, um, I thought there was numerous games down the stretch, big games, where we saw a lot of really good signs uh, against good hockey teams, and that prepared us for these type of moments. You know, last game we won 4-2, but... That was an excellent defensive game as well. Um, and then tonight to finish it off with a 2-0 win, it's a credit to the self-sacrifice. It's a credit to their work for each other. Um, it's a credit to Mike Smith for coming up big when uh, we we needed him. And, you know, I think uh, our mindset now is, is to enjoy this tonight and uh, kind of recalibrate. Tomorrow, it'll be a day off for our players, and uh, by the end of the evening, we'll know who our next opponent is. Uh, one, just uh, on Leon, look, everybody's playing. There's lots of guys that are nicked up, banged up, but is his, there's, you know, he's obviously gifted. He's improved his shot. He's, he, he can make, he's as good on his back end as anybody in the league, but it's his competitiveness and his desire as a player. There's other guys that maybe wouldn't have been able to play in that situation. Yeah, I, uh, He's a warrior, just an absolute warrior. Uh, he's a big, strong guy who, um, like Connor, is driven to win. I think that type of mindset when you see people play through stuff is contagious. Um, and they were a big reason, huge reason why we're at where we're at, which is we're advancing to, to round number two. Jay, do you get a sense of how big this win is? You're, you're the last time this team advanced to the second round. It's been five years. Do you get a sense of, you know, you got to get over this hump to get to the second round? Do you get a sense of how big this win was for the franchise? Yeah, I think it's an important win. I don't think we're planning on uh, stopping here. Uh, we're trying to get uh, some rest and some um, regeneration and uh, prepare for the next challenge. And for me... Um, you know, 
We said this to our group yesterday. We didn't come this far just to come this far. We're here to uh, progress and continue to move our needle forward. Jay, what's it like to coach in this kind of an atmosphere? It's, it's a dream come true uh, for, for me. Um, the atmosphere, obviously, the city of Edmonton's behind us. Uh, the rink was electric today. Uh, but for me, I enjoy uh, when teams come together and really, really lay it on the line for each other. That's where I get my juice. Um, it's why I do what I do, and I, I'm thankful for the people I get to work with and um, for the hard effort of our players because we know that anything worthwhile is achieved through hard effort, and I think we saw that tonight. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.